0: You are Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Hill State Nation? Welcome into Locked On Mississippi State, a daily look into the world of Mississippi State Bulldog athletics. I'm your host, Taylor Jones. Locked On Mississippi State is a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Podcast Network, where your team is every day. Today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts they have available. And when you go to check out, be sure to write Locked On on how did you hear about us so they know that Locked On Mississippi State sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need that's rockauto.com. We are getting another day closer to Mississippi State at LSU. That game coming up on Saturday at 2.30. A couple big news headlines that we're going to get into today, including uh, two Bulldogs that were named to the preseason All-SEC team and another Bulldog player that was featured on the cover of a major uh, sports publication that I'm super proud of. Uh, Later on today, we're going to get a deeper preview of what's going on at Mississippi State camp as well as how they're preparing for LSU. Uh, A couple players spoke to the media, a couple coaches, a couple position coaches spoke to the media as well. We're going to be highlighting several of the things that they said, including one of those being K.J. Costello. He has not officially been named the starter yet, but even Coach Leach said in his press conference the other day, something that we highlighted here on Locked On Mississippi State, He said that Will Rogers doing a pretty good job, but K.J. Costello has gotten a lot of reps with the ones. If he had to name a starter that particular day, that particular minute, it would be K.J. Costello. We're going to be hearing from him. We're also going to be hearing from receivers coach Dave Nickel, who moves from Washington State to Mississippi State. He was a part of Coach Leach's team from 2016 to 2019. On the defensive side of the ball, we're going to be hearing from defensive coordinator Zach Arnett talking about how he's preparing for LSU as well as some of the key players that LSU has. Kobe Jones will be talking uh, with us as well as uh, they talk about preparing for LSU and just who several of the key playmakers are for uh, the LSU Tigers. And even Mississippi State talks about a couple of his teammates as well. Several headlines going on today. Uh, The 2020 preseason All-SEC team was announced. Two Mississippi State Bulldogs made the team that is running back Kylan Hill and linebacker Errol Thompson. Some of the uh, key players on that first team include quarterback Kyle Trask from Florida, your running backs Najee Harris and Kylan Hill, your receiver Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle both from Alabama, your tight end Kyle Pitts from Florida, and your offensive lineman Alex Leatherwood, Alabama, Trey Smith, Tennessee, Landon Dickerson, Alabama, Landon Young, Kentucky, and Drake Jackson, Kentucky. On the defensive side of the ball, on the first team, your defensive line, Big Cat Bryant from Auburn, LeBron Ray from Alabama, and two Georgia boys, Jordan Davis and Malik Herring. Dylan Moses, K.J. Britt, and Nick Bolton are your linebackers. Patrick Sertain from Alabama, Derek Stingley from LSU, Richard LeCount from Georgia, and Jacoby Stevens from LSU. Round out your defensive backs. Of course, Errol Thompson, he made the... Third team SEC defense, some other key players that made the second team offense: uh, Kellen Mond at quarterback, George Pickens from George Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M. On the defensive side of the ball, uh, a team or guy that we'll see this weekend: Jabril Cox at linebacker for LSU. He gets some recognition on the third team. Eric Gilbert, which is another guy that we're going to be hearing from, or not really hearing from, but we're going to be hearing about. Here on Locked On Mississippi State in just a few moments. Eric Gilbert getting a lot of love at the tight end position at LSU. And Errol Thompson, as we mentioned, a linebacker for Mississippi State, getting on the third team honors. Glenn Logan from LSU, another player uh, from the Bayou Bengals, making it on the defensive line. So that was pretty cool today. Something else that I thought was pretty cool, it was something that happened in the offseason. Didn't really get a chance to talk about it that much because... Well, Locked On Mississippi State didn't exist right then. So we're going to talk a little bit about that right now and what kind of impact that that has had on not only college football but on the state of Mississippi. Back a couple months ago, Kylan Hill uh, put out a movement on Twitter uh, saying that he was willing to walk away from Mississippi State if they did not change the flag, which featured in the top left-hand corner the Confederate flag, the stars and bars, he said. Uh, We need change here. It's something that we've needed for quite a while. And if it doesn't happen, I'm willing to sit out a year at Mississippi state to protest this, to let my voice be heard. Well, a lot of people heard him loud and clear. They said, you know, you're exactly right. Kylan, Uh, we need to have some change here. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, He was given the key to Columbus. Not long after that, after that movement. Well, today, Uh, Sports Illustrated comes out with a piece every day. They call it the Daily Cover, where they feature a student athlete or they feature an athlete from really anywhere uh, that's doing big things. And Kylan Hill has been featured on the Daily Cover of Sports Illustrated due to that role in getting the state flag of Mississippi changed. It's a piece titled, How 18 Words on Twitter Helped Change a Flag and Unlock the Power of the College Athlete by Ross Dellinger, one of the best writers in the game, one of the best journalists that are out there covering college football. If you haven't had a chance to go check that out yet, please do. It's on Sports Illustrated's website, si.com. Again, a piece titled, How 18 Words on Twitter Helped Change a Flag and Unlock the Power of the College Athlete, by Ross Dellinger. That was written about running back Kylan Hill and his role in getting the state flag of Mississippi changed. Uh We've got a lot of coming up here on Locked On Mississippi State. Can't wait to get all into that. Uh, again, we're going to be hearing from KJ Costello. We're going to be hearing from Kobe Jones. going to be hearing from inside receivers coach Dave Nickel and defensive coordinator Zach Arnett. We're one day closer to Mississippi State and LSU. This is the Thursday edition of Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. One of the benefits from maintaining and repairing your own car is because you get to save money. When you have that extra money, you get to go on a nice date on Saturday night. You get to stay an extra two days at the beach when you go on vacation. Hey, you can go to that Mississippi State road game all because you saved money from doing it yourself to your own car. So when you're trying to do that, you want to save money. You don't want to go through the hassle. So the last thing that you want to do is to go to some of those chain stores or go to that new car dealership, spend 30, 50, even 100% more than you normally would if you had just gone to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com, they have everything that your car will ever need. That's not just a slogan. They've got engine control modules, brake pads, tail lamps, uh, brake parts, motor oil. They even have new carpet. Yeah, that carpet that got orange soda spilt on it earlier today. Just take it out, order some new carpet from rockauto.com. They've definitely got that too. Whether it's for your classic car, your daily driver, or, or really any car, get everything that you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. They have a unique and remarkably easy-to-navigate catalog. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, and you can choose your favorite brand's specifications and the prices that you prefer. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts that they have available for your car or truck, and when you check out, be sure to write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that Taylor Jones at Locked On Mississippi State sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Locked on Mississippi State brought to you by rockauto.com. This is the Thursday edition. And we're going to be hearing from a couple players, a couple assistant coaches ahead of the season opening game with LSU coming up on Saturday at 2.30. We'll start on the offensive side of the ball here in segment number two. We'll hear from assumed starting quarterback KJ Costello. It's still uh, or Will Rogers on the depth chart. Uh, Coach Leach has not said officially, hey, K.J.'s the guy. He's kind of hinted at it a couple of times. Everyone assumes that K.J. Costello, who uh, had a pretty good career at Stanford before uh, making the move to Starkville, uh, he's going to be getting the start. And so we're going to be hearing from him right now. The first clip that we're going to hear from him is uh, just talking about the air raid offense. And uh, he talked about earlier in uh, earlier in our shows last week about him and Will Rogers getting after it and kind of learning the offense just by themselves out there. They were trying to get everyone involved. So, when it comes to running the air raid offense successfully, what does that look like?
1: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> success in this offense, I think, um, a lot of times looks like uh, that, you know, the defense kind of looking around in, in the third quarter, fourth quarter, like, you know, tired, not really knowing what to hit them. They're very scheme-oriented. I mean, I can only speak on our, I mean, what they did to us at Stanford. I watched the game last night. You know, I watched the whole game um, and watched exactly what I did in the day the day before in practice. They're running the same plays, just trying to visualize, like, how were they able to turn my defense around And I know all the guys who are really talented, and they just hit them and hit them fast. Um, and I know it probably sounds crazy to you guys just saying the same thing. Um, but it really is it really is uh the t- the tempo and feel at which you know Anthony Gordon was able to move along with um to where DBs didn't want to press you know pass rush gets a little weaker all of a sudden checkdowns instead of the linebackers hugging him you know he's a yard or two off and that checkdown goes for 12 instead of 1 you know just simple stuff like that um yeah that's about it
0: and one of the constants that you'll hear the rest of the way, no matter if we're talking to KJ Costello, we're talking with Zach Arnett a little later in the show, is that LSU has a lot of players go to the NFL draft this past year. They're having pretty good careers right now in the league. They also had a few uh, key players opt out of the season due to COVID-19 concerns or COVID-19 concerns plus I want to make my money next year uh, concerns. Uh, sitting out and getting ready to uh, take on life in the NFL. So there's not a lot of film on the players and how they do in the offense that they have. But not only that, but they lost both of their coordinators last year. Joe Brady, now offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. Dave Aranda, who was a defensive coordinator, is now the head coach at Baylor. Um, Steve Ensminger is now the official OC at LSU. He stays on staff kind of did that as a co-OC role last year. But they bring in Bo Pelini as a defensive coordinator, the former uh, head coach at Nebraska and at Youngstown State. So what does K.J. Costello have to say about preparing for an LSU defense with a new defensive coordinator, knowing that they really don't know a lot about the players that are going to be on the field?
1: Yeah, so, you know, in my career four years, I mean, I've experienced a couple of these games where you go into a game, first game of the year, and, um, you know, you don't necessarily have – any legit tape to match it up to in terms of scheme, matching up with personnel. Um, so that's always a little bit difficult trying to match tape from you know where Coach Pellini was at prior to personnel um, that LSU had last year, which most of them are now gone. But you can still see quite a bit of them on tape. Um, so that's always a bit of a challenge. Um, but you know, there's still tendencies that he's shown for the past whatever, 10, 15 years he's been coaching, going all the way back to, you know, Tech, when Nebraska played Tech and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's got some some basic patterns. I mean, you never know once again. I mean, I'm not trying to make too many judgments here because he's got different personnel than where he's been the past couple of years, obviously. Potentially some of the, you know, best defensive players in the country. Um, so I'm not exactly sure how his scheme's gonna line up, but. We're going to focus on doing our job and doing it well. Um, And uh, I think we did that today in practice.
0: And, of course, this is a different time for K.J. Costello. He's used to playing in big-time college football games. He played in the Pac-12. He's played at Coach Mike Leach. He's, uh, you know, played at the Coliseum at USC. He's uh, played against Utah. He's played in really big games in his career. But this is the SEC. It's completely different than it is from the Pac-12. But the thing that really makes it different, it doesn't give him the full SEC experience, is because Death Valley is going to be at about 25% capacity. So uh, it's just, it's going to be a weird year for everybody. But KJ talks right here about his expectations and emotions ahead of getting that first start of his Mississippi State portion of his career against LSU.
1: Yeah, what was going to happen one way or another, whether, whether I went to the next level or not, or, you know, Playing, continuing to play football, but I think football's football. I think that's something I kind of realized. Um, you know, I had such an incredible experience at Stanford. I thought the whole, you know, I thought college football functioned the same way everywhere. I obviously um, realized it didn't. Like, I, I knew it didn't, but being in Leach's system and, you know, being the leader of it, driving the energy, driving the focus, um, you know, I think, People have asked me a lot this week across the board, where where are my emotions at? I I mean, honestly, I'm not thinking too much about LSU whatsoever. I've been here two and a half months. I'm just starting to feel a flow in this offense. I want to feel it every day. You know, I want to continue to to, um, master our craft um, and then, you know, react to what they're going to do. And I think it's a perfect week to just focus on us because of the fact that new D coordinator, new defense, new personnel, um, you can, you know, sit up all night talking about what you think they might do, and then get up and and not be able to do what you're supposed to do, or guy messes up, or you don't get to a base check that you've been working for a month and a half. So I'm gonna make sure that I'm on uh, doing my job, and that's where my focus is.
0: Well, now hear from receivers coach Dave Nickel. Dave Nickel, uh, air raid enthusiast. He played at Texas Tech. He's coached at Texas Tech, Baylor, East Carolina, Arizona all of those programs that ran the air raid system while he was on staff. He comes to Mississippi State from Coach Leach's staff at Washington State, where he coached receivers from 2016 until 2019. You just heard a clip from K.J. Costello talking about uh, getting ready for LSU, the emotions uh, heading into a big game like LSU. So we'll hear from Coach Nickel about just how much K.J. Costello has developed since arriving on campus. Yeah, I mean, again,
2: playing him, uh, it's funny. I recruited his area where he was from uh, there in Orange County uh, when I was at Washington State, and then uh, some of his teammates played with us, and then playing him against it's at Stanford uh, against him. And so, uh, no, always had a big arm, always was going to stand in there, take a shot if he had to, uh, was tough in the pocket. And then, uh, I mean, I, I had heard and kind of figured he was a cerebral guy and a smart guy, and that's what he's been. But I. I've I'm kind of been excited that he didn't just come in and act a certain way. You know, he earned it from our guys and kind of, you know, I think they they all respect each other, you know, and he was never like, hey, come here, listen to me. You know, especially early on, you know, I, I, I think we all appreciated. He came in and he was like, hey, I got to work. I got to earn these guys trust and I'm just going to keep grinding. And, and he's kind of a grinder. And I think guys respect that. And that that's been pretty cool.
0: And he is the receiver's coach, in fact, so we are going to talk a little bit about receivers. One of the young guys that's really making some noise in Mississippi State camp is Jaden Wally. Just how much has he been making? Yeah, he, uh, you know, being a quarterback, uh, he kind of understood
2: things uh, quicker, you know, doing all the routes and all those kind of things. That took a a little bit longer, but, um, you know, real eager and intelligent and worked hard, and so like anything, right, those three things are pretty important. So he was the ultimate, has just kind of been getting better every day um, because of those things. He's more comfortable each and every day, so that's been, that's been very uh, very good for him. And again, I, you know, I told him today we got to be, really all our group is uh, in three weeks, we've got to be a lot better. You know, we got to be a lot better in a week. we got to be better in two days from now. So that's kind of where we're at in my room,
0: and so hopefully we'll keep doing that. Keeping on the topic of receiver, what, is her, what are his thoughts on Javante Payton? Yeah, I think, you know, he's, he's
2: uh, more mature, you know, even just from just in February, just, you know, just in everything, but just physically and weight room and, you know, all those kind of things too. Um, but uh, he's, no, he's at a really good camp. He's talented, um, you know, and so, you know, hopefully that transitions to games. You know, you never know. Um, you know, but the way he's practicing, the way he's moving, it's uh, good. And that's what I told him. I challenged him. I was like, you know, basically on offense, you haven't done anything yet. So, uh, and uh, and we laugh about it. But, yeah, hopefully he takes what he's been doing, which has been a really, really good camp here in August to, uh, to game day.
0: Great clips there from receivers coach Dave Nickel and quarterback K.J. Costello here in segment number two of Locked On Mississippi State. To close out the show today, we're going to be talking all about defense. Haven't had a chance to talk a lot about defense since we started Locked On Mississippi State, but we're going to hear from defensive coordinator Zach Arnett as well as Kobe Jones ahead of the LSU game this week. This is Locked On Mississippi State brought to you by rockauto.com. We're now talking about defense on locked-on Mississippi State. We heard from Dave Nickel, the receivers coach, as well as quarterback K.J. Costello. Now moving over to the defensive side of the ball where we'll hear from defensive coordinator Zach Arnett as well as defensive end Kobe Jones. We'll start with Kobe Jones and uh, him being on the defensive line, how comfortable is he with the depth that the defensive line has to offer?
3: Um, I think I think we're pretty confident in those guys, but every day we're just trying to tone in on those little things, just kind of uh, sharpening each other. So. Uh the, the comfortable part, I don't think we're going to have a sense of being comfortable at all. We're just uh, trying to press the gas and keep working day to day. So we're going to get better at that, that position.
0: And you knew this question was going to be coming up too because we brought it up in the second segment of the show. But now we're in the third segment of the show. We're going to kind of flip things over a little bit. Uh, LSU, the Mississippi State offense doesn't know what the defense is going to be throwing at them for LSU. Going to be a completely different story on the offensive side of the ball for LSU, too. So how is Kobe Jones and the Mississippi State defense preparing for LSU without a whole lot of film on their offense, especially quarterback Miles Brennan?
3: I mean, nah, at the end of the day, uh, we still got to go down there and play football. We still got to play the LSU Tigers, so I feel like uh, the crowd will be different, but that'll be one of those things that we just try not to focus on because we still have to line up and play football.
0: And while I think this aspect of the game – it may change a lot. It may not, but I think that this is going to help Mississippi state in a big way is that one, you're playing LSU on the road. That's already a tough task as it is. Um, but you're going to be playing at tiger stadium on 2:30 in the afternoon, which again, it's not a night game. It could be a lot worse. Uh, not a lot of tailgating going on around campus and they only allow 25% of tiger stadium to be occupied. So, uh, What's that going to be like, playing in a venue just like Death Valley, but only doing it in a very watered-down manner?
3: Well, I guess guess since, like, the whole league is kind of under the same circumstance, uh, we won't just feel, like, uh, isolated when it comes to just having ten conference games. So uh, we're just taking it one week at a time, not really looking at the flashing lights of it, just uh, focusing in on our job, making sure uh, we're bringing it with everything we got
0: playing at Death Valley with only 25% capacity. That's going to be insane. Uh, Bart Hite is going to be on the show tomorrow. I'm looking forward to hearing what he has to say about that, too. Um, him playing basketball at uh, Mississippi State, having to go to LSU. If he thinks that having only 25% at the Pete is really going to help, I'd love to hear what he has to say about Mississippi State playing at the Death Valley with only 25% capacity. Uh, we're now going to move on to defensive coordinator Zach Arnett to close out the show today. Coach Arnett, uh coming in first year defensive coordinator for the Mississippi State Bulldogs. And uh, again, you know, just same thing that, you know, this has kind of been the big thing for uh, LSU week is that there's a lot of opt-outs, a lot of players went to the draft. Coach Arnett just talks about preparing for LSU, one, not being used to playing LSU in general, uh, coming into the SEC for the first time. And uh, just preparing for LSU, the defending national champs, without a lot of film on them.
4: It'll be interesting to see. I mean, you know, part of me feels like when you when you have a year where I think he maybe they set a record for the most yards ever, uh, you know, in the history of college football. Hard for me to believe they're gonna they're gonna change drastically, you know, from what worked and got them a national title. So I I think you're gonna see a lot of the same things, but obviously you got different, you know, you got different influences in there. and so I'm sure Coach Linehan is going to bring things from what he did with the Cowboys. Um, you know, And they, they obviously recruit very well every year. So they're going to have plenty, plenty of good athletes uh, running around the field. They might not be household names yet because they were behind those guys playing a whole bunch a year ago. But I promise you there'll be no shortage of uh, speed and talent on that field.
0: One of those huge changes that we're going to see on the offensive side of the ball is going to be quarterback Miles Brennan taking over for the number one overall pick Joe Burrow. Miles Brennan got some reps last year in garbage time. He's played a couple uh, years before that as well, but now this offense is completely his. So what does Miles Brennan look like on film and what do we uh, need to expect to see from him uh, when Mississippi State plays him on Saturday? He got a cannon. I mean, he's a you know, I sometimes I
4: watch him film, his manners almost look like Peyton Manning-ish, you know, I mean, the way he moves around and stuff. He got a big, strong arm. He can make all the throws. Uh, you know, I want to say the cut-up I watched of all his plays last year, you know, a, he got, there's quite a bit of action on there, right, because they were up in a lot of games, so he got in late there. He's uh, not afraid to stand in there and, and deliver the ball. I mean, he took a, I can remember against Vanderbilt, takes a, a safety or a linebacker blitzing off the edge I and mean, he takes it right in the chops and, and he hangs in there and delivers a, a wide field out and so you know big strong strapping guy with a with a big arm and and they've even ran some quarterback draws with him you know drop back make it look like he's passing and then then pull it down and run for a first and so you know maybe maybe not not quite as fast or uh as elusive maybe joe burrow was a year ago but by no means is he just a stand in the pocket only and not, not be able to hurt you with his legs either.
0: Finally, you've got to uh, be aware of all the playmakers on the field, and uh, tight end Eric Gilbert is one of those. He's a very young guy, but uh, very dangerous. We already don't have a lot of film on LSU. We for sure don't have a lot of film on him coming out of high school. So what does Eric Gilbert look like, and what does Coach Arnett know about him? <laughs> His high school film pretty good. I don't know if you. Um, no, I mean, I mean,
4: it is. It is what it is, right? I mean, obviously, like I said, you see the way they used their tight end a year ago. Um, you know, you hear you hear articles about how good he's looked and and the different ways they can use him. And obviously, they got really good coaches who who will put him in the best position to be successful. So, uh, you know, I don't think you. You know, until you actually come out and after the first couple of series, you get a feel for maybe the different ways that the tight end is being used. You know, you go you go in with your base game plan, and then you adjust if it's giving you problems.
0: That's going to do it for today's show. We heard on uh, the offensive side of the ball from quarterback K.J. Costello and inside receivers coach Dave Nickel on the defensive side of the ball at the uh, beginning part of this segment. We heard from Kobe Jones as well as defensive coordinator Zach Arnett ahead of the Mississippi State LSU game coming up on Saturday. Again, that's 2.30, CBS, the SEC primetime game of the week, uh, will be at Death Valley involving the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Today's show was brought to you by rockauto.com. Remember to go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Tomorrow's show, it is our Maroon Friday show. Bart Heights will be joining us again as we put the final touches on Mississippi State LSU coverage for the week. And, hey, the boys will tee it up on Saturday. Looking forward to that. So, again, thank you for listening to Locked On Mississippi State in order to connect with us, be sure to go to Twitter and Instagram. Our usernames are at Locked On Miss State, Locked On M I S S S T. If you're not on social media or if you're on social media and don't use either of those platforms, uh, email us at Locked On Mississippi State at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, definitely send us all of your thoughts and questions on Saturday as we're watching the game. Hey, we're going to be watching the game. Why not do it together? Again, follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. And uh, if you can't do that, email us, State at gmail.com. How are you listening to us today? Are you listening to us on Spotify? Are you Are listening to us on Apple Podcasts? However you're doing it, be sure to subscribe to Locked On Mississippi State. That way that you'll know when a new episode is available every weekday morning. Also, leave us a rating and a comment as well. That way we kind of know how we're doing. Um, am I talking too much? Am I doing something we probably shouldn't? I don't really know. But uh, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, however you're listening to us. Leave us a rating and leave us a comment as well. We'd love to hear from you. So until tomorrow when, bite, uh, so tomorrow when Bart Heitz join us, looking forward to it. No. So until next time, Hell State, we'll talk again tomorrow.